Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Issues in Education. Mondays during the Noon Report, we spotlight the issues impacting the classroom with Dr. Ralph Kerr at the Teaching and Learning Institute. Ralph, it is election eve. You wouldn't know that with those 75 degree days we've been having, but feels more like summer than fall. But here we are uh, just a day to go before the vote. You know, whether it's a parental bill of rights or COVID lockdowns have been so much a part of our uh, collective vocabulary the past couple of years. How much do you think these issues in education are going to matter to the voters tomorrow? Well, I do think they're going to be very, very significant. You mentioned the level of parental involvement. I'm thinking about the diversity, equity, inclusion stuff, and then finally the gender equity stuff, which has just been promoted by the people that are in power currently. And I hope with the results tomorrow, either the people in current power will say, ooh, we need to take another look at those, or the people coming in will say it's time to take a realistic approach to several of these items. So I think the vote is all important, and I certainly encourage people to get out tomorrow and vote if they haven't already done so. Yeah, I want to get your reaction. Of course, a big story a couple of weeks ago was the test scores, uh, the learning loss that was caused by the COVID lockdowns. The big teachers' unions reacted. One union head out in L.A. said that, and I'm quoting here, it's okay if our babies don't learn their times tables. They learned resilience. They learned the difference between a protest and a riot. So um, they're trying to give it a positive spin, the lockdowns and the impact that had on learning loss. What's your reaction to the teachers union's reaction to those test scores? Well, I think it's a case, again, where the leadership of the unions is just totally out of touch with the reality. I don't think you could find three teachers that would agree with that uh, comment that the union leader made. Certainly, resilience to a situation is important, but what good is resilience if you don't have uh, knowledge and the learning loss is real? Most teachers will certainly tell you that, and while it's important that we recover and be resilient, we also need to catch up with the learning loss that occurred over the last couple of years. Yeah, you recently attended the New York State School Board's convention. I think it was in Syracuse. Uh, Lots discussed there, of course. Uh, One of the big issues was depression and anxiety in our schools. That's a huge issue right now. What were some of the recommendations discussed? Well, it was a, a good conference by the New York State School Board's Association. It was in Syracuse. And it, it really, in this, these areas of depression and anxiety and burnout, and particularly in the level of burnout, 43% of the teachers surveyed indicated that they were suffering from burnout. And somewhat to surprising to me was administrators were second with 42%. So what can you do about that kind of thing? And I thought it was a great response the presenter had. She said personal relationships and personal conversations are the answers to anxiety, depression, and burnout. So 
Let me just say, folks, put away your cell phones. Get back to one-on-one conversations with people. That's what people need. People need people. I think there was a song about yeah, that there was. a few years ago. But that was really important for me to hear, and I've been trying to incorporate that over the last few days, in fact, to spend more time with people talking with them in person rather than on the phone or, you know, from a distance. Years ago, there was a popular bumper sticker that said, kill your television. I think some of us maybe need to buy the bumper sticker that says, kill your smartphone, because um, it is is causing a lot of problems, anxiety, depression, even suicide, those kinds of issues. Um, Also at that conference, Ralph, religion was brought up. Explain that a little bit. Well, it was a really good seminar held on religion in the public schools. I wish all of our listeners could have heard that one because it was really informational, particularly the case, and you will recall this, no doubt, of the coach named Kennedy, who uh, said that he had the right to pray. and He took it to the point of praying at midfield after the football games. And that case went all the way to the Supreme Court. And actually, the Supreme Court found in his favor this case introduces the concept that private religious expression on school property by school employees on school time is permissible. That's a major move for Christians, I believe, in terms of what our rights are. That's great news, Ralph. And then finally, if we haven't been controversial enough, this should help. Uh, The Centers for Disease Control has recommended that the COVID-19 vaccine be put on the immunization schedule for public school. I know in New York State, they are now talking about making it mandatory. Two-part question, Ralph, do you think that will happen? And uh, what should parents do who have a problem with that? Well, it may happen, but you mentioned earlier about the difference between riots and protests. I think you're going to see both (laughs) if that happens in New York State, because so many people are just not supportive of that kind of a mandate at all. And uh, certainly something to watch for the near future. All right. And just like that, our time is up. Uh, Those five minutes go fast. But, Ralph, uh, if folks are maybe feeling the call of God, hey, I should serve on my local school board. You have a wonderful website where people can go and get more information about how they should go about doing that. If you would, tell us what that is. Thank you, Bob. It's simply whyrun.org, whyrun.org. 